Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today we have Toby on from Blinkist, but it's really we're going to be talking about the enterprise part of it, the Blinkist for business. So we'll talk a little bit about Blinkist proper, but we'll also be really just kind of focusing in on, on the business side, the B2B side, the enterprise side. Um, this is obviously the, the use case podcast where we kind of discuss the business case that practitioners make, should make, et cetera, uh, for buying software and services. So Toby, do us a favor and introduce yourself and also introduce Blinkist. Cool, thank you uh, so much, William, for having me. Sure. <clears throat> um, I'm Toby, uh, I'm uh, working out of Berlin. So uh, at the moment, as we speak, it's in the evening. Um, very excited to be here and to record this with you. Um, I'm one of the co-founders of Blinkist. Um, we have started the company uh, nine years ago, uh, when when we identified that there was so much knowledge out there, um, but not enough time to consume it, and we always thought we we needed to uh, you know work on the solution to help us get at least get an idea and get some you know some, get get all those books or or great sources of information in uh, in our lives that we wanted to, and um, we have what Blinkers is today. Uh, it's a micro-learning app um, that helps you uh, read or listen key insights from uh, non-fiction books and podcasts recently. Um, we call them uh, shortcasts. Um, we, on the B2C side of things, have about, uh, I don't know what we communicate, I think r- roughly 20 uh, million users on the B2C side of things. Um, and we help busy people. We help people that you know, don't have time to read, to listen to all the podcasts, to all the books, to all the blogs, to all the knowledge sources out there. Um, and yeah, lots. I think we we have uh, in our onboarding on the app, we, we ask people, why do you come to Blinkist? Why do you use it? What do you expect from us? And I think about half of the people, they say they use uh, Blinkist to get better in their professional lives. So uh, quite naturally, um, at some point, or not not at some point, but over the last uh, nine years, people that have used Blinkist for their um, professional lives have gone to their learning and development department or to their team lead and been like, "Hey, we should buy this for the company. It's cool. It really helped me. It helped me uh, learn better, uh, time manage better, present better, negotiate better. Whatever you want, uh, we should get this for the team." And so we got inbound requests over the years that sometimes we took because you know the young toby was like that's cool that's like silicon valley company i want to talk to them let's let's get them in but most of the times um not ignored them but said look we can't serve it because we need to focus but you know after uh, eight nine years we were like let's take on that opportunity and let's try to transport the great success the engagement the learning uh, the value that we have provided to individuals and let's see how we can transport that into uh, organizations. So that's Blinkist today. Um, it's still a massive um, 
B2C brand, consumer brand, and it's slowly but uh, rapidly, <laughs> not slowly, but it's rapidly growing into uh, the B2B and enterprise space. Um, and I'm What? trying to, to do this. I love this on so many levels. The, the one thing I love is, you know, the, we'll just take the internet as an example. The internet is a great place for information, tons of information, but it's actually hard to distill that into knowledge. And so y'all have, y'all have done this with books and, and uh, with podcasts uh, recently, and you'll do this with other things. You just, you basically take that information and distill it down into its most salient points so that not just busy people, but just folks that want to consume and get to the, you know, out of, out of, out of those 300 pages, there's 10 things that you need to know, uh, great learns or great wins. And uh, I think it's, I think, it, I think, first of all, I think that's just our attention span. It fits us now. It fits us more. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have time to read 700 pages of James Michener, you know, talking about Mexico. I, I literally, I want to, I want that rolled up into, you know, like the 10 things that I want to, I need to get out of this book. So I, I love, I love that, but also love the enterprise play, you know, helping people, you know, this is something that either you build your own LMS or this would be content that would go inside of an LMS or kind of a historic kind of an LMS or learning situation where you, know, you find out what people want to learn you know, during the recruiting process, uh, optimally, you validate that, you know, onboarding process, what do you want to learn? And then you put them on a learning path, and then you give them access to, you know, Blinkist uh, for business in this case, so that they have access to all types of learning. Exactly. Um, so I think, um, I don't know if, you, if I missed the question, I had, I think I have a bad internet connection, but I'm No, well, you're fine. Then, you're fine. You're fine. I ended with a statement. The, the, the question is, how do you get folks to at the enterprise level? So what's the process? So now the consumer, I mean, you've obviously got a great consumer model and you've got a great customers there, et cetera. They're pulling you into the enterprise. How are you finding uh, the reception uh, from the enterprise so far? Yes, I think. You know, how are you finding that reception from them in terms of bringing you, bringing the content on board? Yeah, so I think the, the natural, it was quite a natural um, pr uh, progress, actually. Um, as I said earlier, we, we have a lot of uh, business people in our uh, mm -hmm. customer base and they use it. They love it for themselves. And I think naturally, you know, when it helps an employee grow and learn, uh, get better, get more efficient, uh, learn new skills, it automatically uh, helps the organization. And so um, I think it, it was the most natural step into B2B I could have imagined, to be honest. Um, that's, that's good. And, um, and, uh, and, then, and then, you know, um, when, when uh, about one and a half years ago, so I said, let's try to, you know, really make, uh, make that a thing and really try to focus on it and try to build for it. The cool thing is that, you know, at first um, one or two persons or like depending on the company size, maybe even hundreds of people, they use Blinkist and they, they become our business champions. And then they introduce us to the learning and development department, HR, mm -hmm. smaller companies and bigger companies. They, you know, bigger companies have complete learning and development departments bigger than Blinkist. Like they have right. good, great efforts to make people better because that's what ultimately, make, ultimately makes the organization better. And so... Um, I picked it up and as a founder, I went, 
quite you know customer centric about it it's like really picking up the phone picking up zoom uh, talking to somebody and and are like you know so you called me why did you call me what do you want to try to solve uh, how can i help you doing so um what are your goals what is the learning and development goals what are the company goals and let's see if we first of all are a solution that can help you achieve those goals and if so how you know how can we do it and then yeah i just went quite iteratively about it um uh, listening learning making some hypothesis on what the learning and development space needs and then go for it and i think ultimately it is my belief is that the big problem these days is that um learn, learning offers or books or webinars podcasts trainings all of this it's it's everywhere but it's very hard for a single person uh, to take the time to do it especially regularly on a habitual basis and that's not so easy and i think companies come to us because they want to have something that that people take regularly and engage with it and learn something something with it and get inspired you know and have have all these great ideas maybe they even buy the books maybe they even they go they go and take uh, deeper studies about it but having something lightweight as blinkers that fits into your mobile daily use case and and you know get get an easier access to knowledge and i think that's why why companies come to us um and then what we are building around it now is um a nice enterprise offering where imagine you have a company that has a strategy to go more into digitalization or diversity or i don't know performance improvements finance etc i don't know right. um and we they come to us and then we have learning experts we have knowledge experts that design learning path with them that help them you know design a discover experience that catered especially to uh, specifically to that organization and helps them uh, push out knowledge to the employees that is relevant for the company i think and, and something that always works is we interview the ceo and we're like hey what are you reading what are you into and ceo gives us 10 books and then we push it to the the people in that company that is you know that is engaging that is relevant that has high context and that's something that um we can't have for the individual user and i think that's that's where we try to um translate the blinkist success from b2c into the b2b space well you know and, and i love micro content just personally just because it just gets you down to the you know again it cuts out some of that time and uh and i can see the business i can see on the enterprise side you know professionals loving kind of the you know blinkist you know in this way um, let me ask a question about dealing with L&D or training departments versus HR. What's, I mean, I know they're different. Uh, I know actually both of them are really well, but I know they're different. But for you, which one do you find easier to kind of explain kind of what you do and how you do it? That's an interesting question. Um, as of now, I think the easiest uh, it is to explain to the individual person mm -hmm. as well as the learning and development uh, people. I right. think that's, it's very obvious that um, for the individual person that Blinkist is something lightweight, it's engaging. If you, right. if you listen to some of the content that we're producing um, uh, for, all, for everybody listening, if you check out one of the books and Blinks called Scout Mindset, 
you'll find we are now we are experimenting with content that is you know it's not only somebody reading out the, the content it's like a conversation it's multiple speakers it has sound effects it's you know it's really going into the more ent entertaining area where it's really trying to get me hooked into it um, and to them it's the easiest to explain and with this I mean I'm like look then you go to the learning development department you're like aha you have all those topics that you want to um uh, push in the organization and you want everybody to get better on well we have a service that can provide content for it and makes it engaging for the people to to use it and i think that's that's a story that that works quite well so right now yeah it's obviously it's it's mobile uh, uh, i get i get that do you when with with the enterprise and again you might not have the answer specific you know right now but you know in a, in, a, in a year or so you might where does this where does this technology fit within kind of all the other technologies that they have do you see it kind of being a part of an lms that they've that they've purchased or do you see it as you know career pathing and and kind of individual you know, uh, training and development programs. And so it's a standalone, like, how do you see the technologies either fitting together and being integrated or not? You know, like, what is that, what does that look like for y'all right now? Well, um, we believe that, that the content um, should be at the point where the user needs it. So from the B2C side of things, we are very early, focused on audio because we believe that, you know, you're on the go, you have airports in or so your uh, headphones and you need it, you're on the run, you're uh, going going to the gym, you're going to an airport, you're in the bus. So, so we wanted to provide content there. And I think the same um, principle applies for the B2B space. If you have an LMS, I'm happy to provide the content in your LMS. That's no problem. I think the, the beauty is it doesn't have to be uh, in the LMS, um, it's also as valuable for the user if it's just in our service. The power of Blinkist is, is in the end that it's a service that's very user-driven. It's it's supposed to be simple, uh, intuitive, self-directed, um, and kind of an informal tool that people can use how, however they learn, right? Um, and so... Be, be also being the CTO, a co-CTO of the company, um, I, I'm I'm constantly listening to clients uh, and what they need, and then I'm adapting the service so that right. uh, that people have the, the the yeah the content whenever they need it. Let it be an LMS, let it be in the car, car play, let right. it be on the phone. I don't I don't mind whatever the platform, right? I want right. it to be easily accessible. I think that's the key. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely spot on. It's it's it becomes ubiquitous. If someone wants to, if a company says, "Hey, we want to release this as a benefit or as a perk uh, to all of our employees, as just a way for them to get better and let them use it as they want to use it," great. If exactly if they, if they want it tightly integrated into something, you know, a bit more formal and in their LMS, great. <laughs> exactly. What it comes down to is that the people use it. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. Where they use it exactly is uh, secondary. Yeah. I mean, the, the 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 Blinkist app in itself has a lot of cool things that we built. Obviously, that that we can't control on other platforms. Um, 
data science, uh, you know, like right. recommending things, um, having editorial uh, spaces, etc. Um, so it's obviously, I think the state of the art Blinkist development is within the Blinkist app. Um, but if a company wants to have a, a specific LMS, that's uh, cool for us too. Yeah, it's funny. I, I see this also, you know, in the future, I see it getting pushed out into recruiting in the sense of, you know, talking with talent about what they want to learn, how they like to learn, what they want to learn. If they had, you know, two or three weeks to read something, what would they like to read? You know, what, what, well, all that types of stuff. Just finding those things out and then being able to provide them a way to actually actualize the things that they want to learn. I think it's just a smart way to attract talent, much less engage and retain talent, which I think ultimately, I think that's one of the value adds that, that y'all are going to be providing, uh, you know, the enterprise is a tool, a way to engage the talent that they have, employees that they have, and, uh, and retain that talent by always kind of making them better, or always giving them access to, so that they can make themselves better. So, so also, if I you have, think about, yeah, I love that. Go ahead. Also, if you think about um, uh, the, the past years, uh, how things are changing, right? Mm. Um, there's Corona crisis, there's uh, digitalization, remote work. Uh, things are, you know, things are changing all the time. So giving people access to stay up to date, uh, to always be informed, to have an easy access to knowledge is, I, I think it's so it's so important to a company. Um, yeah. do, you, do you see, Toby, because you all are global, do you, do you see anything in terms of regionality or, you know, uh, generationally or gender? Like, do you see anything like what people want to learn? And do you see any trends that you can kind of go back to the enterprise uh, and tell them, okay, hey, listen, you're recruiting Gen Z, you know, folks under the age of 25, let's say. Um, here are the things that, they, you know, just, just here are the things that they're interested in, just in general, of course. Uh, but here's a way, here's a path forward, at least speaking their language, you might want to think about these things. That's an interesting one, William. Um, I think generationally, um, yeah, the, I think, uh, I, I believe the time spans get shorter and shorter. Um, mm-hmm. People are used to oh, yeah. having access to knowledge just in time. I think my parents, they would have gone to library, you know, to read book, right. to study, to uh, to prepare, and then after three weeks, uh, you know, be ready for the, for, the, for the job. Today, I believe that the younger generations, they are just used to having access to everything they want right now. Um, yeah. And I think, how would you call it? I think it's, you know, learn in the moment. You have a problem. Uh, then you face it and then you gather a few perspectives uh, you make yourself your own opinion and then you move forward and I think that's what definitely has changed on the other hand um, I, I mean it has changed for all generations right but I think the younger the younger generation the more this is just natural and, uh, and expected um, otherwise well I believe that there are certainly some differences in the American and the European market uh, that are probably a little bit too complicated to explain right now, but I think in general um, there are differences. And uh, but but all of us we tend to have this need to just get the knowledge when we need it 
life basically i think that's right. common yeah, yeah it's common. especially with gen z and probably even millennials they've always had that x in their corner of almost everything they've done <laughs> yeah. and it's just too easy to hit the x and uh i find it fascinating both my sons are gen z and uh, I think it was misdiagnosed. Their attention span is sh- shorter on average than millennials by about four seconds. But what's interesting is that it was misdiagnosed as that's a bad thing. And what I've come to understand, not just by my sons, but in general about Gen Z, is they just make decisions faster. <laughs> so some of it is we think they just don't have the attention. It's like, no, they, they're, they're actually, they make the, they consume it faster and go, mm, no, delete and they get out of it. Okay. So it's kind of fascinating on, on some level. Um, I got uh, two-ish questions. One is um, for those that haven't used Blinkist. So of course, on the consumer side, they've never used it. You're talking to them uh, for the first time and you show them a demo or you show them the technology, et cetera. What do they fall in love with? I believe the, what they fall in love with once we show it to them is the content. Um, the content is really not just uh, condensed text. Um, it is uh, text structured in a way that it, you know, you can consume it on a mobile uh, use case. It has in, in itself encapsulated chapters. They're all two minutes long. You can drop out one at one chapter and pick up again. It has audio that's really engaging, that has uh, conversations that really gets you excited. Um, and then secondly, it's a very modern app that um, that not only serves, that not only plays you that great content, but it also learns what you're interested in. It serves you what's relevant because in that times when, you know, what I said in the beginning of the, the conversation, there's so much produced, so much mm-hmm. knowledge produced every day. It's also not easy to find uh, something that you like or something that's good. And so I think having an app that that really learns what you're interested in uh, as you go and then serves very relevant content, plus having a huge and strong human curated uh, part to it. I think that's uh, what people really, really love. Um, and then brand new to organizations uh, we can configure all of this right uh, we can we can adapt this to your organization you, i'm talking to a learning leader and you have those five uh, objectives for that year well then we adapt to this then we provide <clears throat> you a discover experience a, you know a content discover experience that's exactly catering to your to your goals and i think I, that's what the it's not only just a few uh, condensed text pieces thrown together. Right. I think it's much more than this. Yeah. And again, it's, it's, uh, it's right where they want to learn what they want to learn. And it's, and it, you know, in a format that the, that people were, you know, comfortable with. I mean, right now you, you're getting to a point in life where everyone's got a smartphone, they're comfortable on their smartphone, you know, contents there. And it's not just content, it's not just information. It's getting to the, the root of knowledge, you know, which I absolutely love. Um, so the last question is, uh, before we roll out is, you know, your favorite customer story. And we can do a B2C one. And if you want okay. to do one that's a, a, an enterprise one, that one's fine as well. But just kind of stories that you just find fascinating of people that, you know, 
you know can i have can i can i tell you both uh, yeah of course of course from the b2b side um you know as a founder um when you start something you develop something that you believe is great and then you talk very early to the customer and you you listen and so when we started b2b uh, and developing the enterprise offering we talk to customers very early and then we ask like questions like why did you buy Blinkit? what is the problem that you wanted to solve for and did we solve it and if we solved it how did we solve it right um and so there was there were like i think a few customers in the very early days like a year ago uh in the very early days of b2b we asked them like so how did you solve what what was the problem you wanted to solve and they said yeah we have all these offerings but people in the organization never use it and I think that's probably what all the learning and development leaders or the HR leaders out there know is that all the offerings often don't get used until it's last time of the month and uh, of the year and you have to use the budget and everybody gets like, okay, I got to use my learning development budget. Oh, oh, oh. And they search for something that people use regularly. And I'm like, so did we achieve this? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, how? And then they said, yeah, we built this book club around it. So they meet every week. <laughs> they meet every week. Oh, that's not, cool. It's not only an app, right? They have a meeting and they put uh, uh, books and blinks and they, they, they set this to read together. And it's very lightweight. You can fit this into your workday. And then they discuss it. And then they discuss how they take it into action on work. And I'm like, yes. Wow. And in, in the, the founder and me gets, you know, all the fantasies about making a technology supported book club kind of system and whatnot you know i can i can i can dream about this uh so that's cool on the b2c side of things uh, that's like i don't know eight years back much younger toby uh very new in the business couple of hundred thousand users worldwide like literally not many and somebody calls it like writes into uh to customer support the customer support is like hey that person is a director at a very, I'm not saying name, a very famous uh, Silicon Valley uh, company. Do you want to talk to them? And I'm like, yeah, cool, blah, blah. Uh, so I reached out to them and they were like, hey, if you come by uh, to the rally, just uh, give us a, a text and you can come to the office. So I actually fly to the rally a few, a few months later um, and I thought I would just go for lunch. And when I arrived there, uh, they invited, I don't know, 10 directors to the whole learning development department. And everybody was like, we are Blinkist fans, you know? And I'm like, cool. And they're like, can you sell it to us? And I'm like, I, uh... that was like eight years ago. And that's, that's the first enterprise sale I ever did, right? The people really getting excited about the product and pulling in L&D. And, and then we, we did this enterprise sale back then. And that was... Um, my first ever touch on, on enterprise sales. Um, but recently, specifically on organizations, I think it's so cool if they build things around it, habits, right. team habits on, on, right. on learning. Yeah. Right. That was just what was beautiful about that is those advocates, people that just, they were already fans. Yeah. And uh -huh. you didn't have to convert them. They were already converted. Now you just had to like come up with a financial model and, you know, obviously a bunch of technology stuff uh, on the back end. But, you know, the yes, when somebody wants to buy something, yes. <laughs> now let's figure it out. Okay, it You're might like, take yes, us a couple I don't months. know how. <laughs> <laughs> What's in your budget? How much is in your wallet? Uh, Toby, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for carving out time for the Use Case Podcast. It was really great. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it.
Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.